Section 25 of The Curious Book of Birds. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ina Schumacher. The Owl and the Moon. When the moon is round and full, if you look very carefully at the golden disk, you can see in shadowy outline the profile of a beautiful lady. She is leaning forward as if looking down upon our earth, and there is a little smile upon her sweet lips. This fair dame is Putri Balan, the princess of the moon, and she smiles because she remembers how once upon a time she cheated old Mr. Owl, her tiresome lover. Putri Balan, so they tell you in Malay, was always very, very beautiful, as we see her now. Like all the Malay women, Putri Balan loved to chew the spicy betel nut, which turns one's lips a bright scarlet. It is better, so they say, than any kind of candy, and it is considered much nicer and more respectable than chewing gum. So Putri Balan was not unladylike, although she chewed her betel nut all night long. Now, ever since the day when Mr. Owl carelessly let the naughty little wren escape from prison, the shamed and sorry old fellow had never dared to show his face abroad in daylight. Gradually his eyes grew blurred and blinky, till now he could not see anything by day, even if he were to try. So it happens that there are many delightful things about which old Mr. Owl does not know, things which take place while the beautiful sun is shining but also they are marvellous sights unknown to early sleeping birds which he enjoys all by himself for at night his queer eyes are wonderfully strong and bright all day long he sits in his hollow tree but when the other feathered folk are drowsing upon their roosts or are snugly rolled up in their little nests with their heads tucked under their downy wings old mr owl puts on his round spectacles and goes a-prowling up and down the world through the woods and meadows like harun al-rashid in the streets of baghdad spying all sorts of queer doings and this is how old mr owl happened to see the fair princess putri balan smiling down from her moon upon the sleeping world of birds who had never seen her and never would see her in all her loveliness how beautiful she was how bright and wonderful old mr owl stared up in wide-eyed astonishment and then and there fell in love with her and resolved to ask her to be his wife cramming on his spectacles more tightly and ruffling the feathers about his neck he flew up and up and up as high as ever he dared to go until he was within hailing distance of the moon then he called out in his softest tones which were harsh enough to any ears oh fair moon maiden oh beautiful princess will you marry me for i love you very dearly the princess putri balan stopped chewing her betel nut for a moment and looked down to see what daring creature might thus be addressing her soon she spied mr owl with his goggle eyes looking up at her adoringly he was such a ridiculous old creature and his spectacles glinted so queerly in the moonlight that putri balan began to laugh and answered him not at all she laughed so hard that she almost swallowed her betel nut which might have been a serious matter mr owl continued to stare for he saw nothing funny in the situation again he repeated in his hoarse voice oh fair moon maiden oh beautiful princess will you marry me for i love you very dearly 
Again the princess laughed, for she thought it a tremendous joke, and again she nearly choked. Mr. Owl waited, but she made him no other answer. However, he was a persistent lover. All night long he went on asking the same question, over and over again, until the princess Putri Balan was quite worn out trying not to choke with laughter while she chewed the betel nut. At last she said impatiently, "'Oh, Mr. Goggle-Eyes, do give me a moment's peace. You make me laugh so that I cannot chew my betel-nut. Yes, I will say yes, if you will only leave me to finish my betel-nut undisturbed. I will marry you, but you must go away until I have quite done.' Then Mr. Owl was filled with joy. "'Thanks, thanks, oh, most gracious lady,' he said. "'I will go away and leave you to finish your betel-nut undisturbed.' but i shall come again to-morrow night and by that time you will have done with it and then you will be mine mr owl flew back to his home in the hollow tree for it was almost morning and already he was growing so blind that he could hardly find the way but the princess putri balan went on chewing the betel nut and to herself she said how am i to rid myself of this boar i cannot chew this little betel nut for ever there must be an end to it before long. Mr. R. will certainly come again to-morrow night, and then, according to my promise, I must become his wife. I cannot marry old Goggle-Eyes. Oh, dear, what shall I do? As she chewed her betel-nut, the princess Putri Balan hit upon a plan. She would manage to cheat old Mr. Owl after all. She would never finish the betel-nut. She took the little bit that remained, and it was a dangerously little bit, for the princess had been chewing all night long, except when she was laughing. And reaching out from the moon, she tossed it down, down, down upon the earth. At the same time, she said a magic moon charm, and when the bit of betel nut reached the earth, it became a little bird, the same which the Malay people call the honey bird, with brilliant, beautiful plumage. And the princess Putri Balan cried out to it from her golden house, fly away pretty little bright bird fly as far and as fast as ever you can and keep out of mr owl's way for it is you who must save me from becoming his unhappy wife so the honey bird flew away a brilliant streak through the malay woods and hid himself in a little nest when night came out stole mr owl with his spectacles in place and up he flew to his princess whom he now hoped to call his very own good evening my beautiful princess he cried have you finished your betel nut at last and are you ready to keep your promise but the princess putri balan looked down upon him pretending to be sad though there was a twinkle in her beautiful eye and she said alas mr owl a dreadful thing has happened i lost my betel nut before it was quite finished it fell down 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 until i think it reached the earth and i cannot marry you according to my promise until it is finished then it must be found cried mr owl i will find it my eyes are sharp at night and nothing escapes them shine kindly on me princess and i will find the betel nut for you and you shall yet be mine go then mr owl said the princess smiling to herself go and look for the betel nut which i must finish before i marry you search carefully and you may find it soon poor mr owl searched carefully but he could not find the bit of betel nut 
of course he could not find it when it had changed and flown away as a beautiful many-coloured bird all that night he sought till the sun sent him blinking to his tree and all the next night he sought and the next and the next and he kept on seeking for days and months and years while the princess putri balan smiled down upon him and was happy at heart because of her clever scheme old mr owl never found out the trick nor suspected the innocent little honey-bird whom indeed he scarcely ever saw because it was a sunset sleeping bird while he was a wistful lonely sad night prowler up and down up and down the world he goes still looking for the betel nut of the princess pretty balan which he will never find and as he flies in the moonlight he glances ever longingly at the beautiful lady in the moon and sobs hoo-hoo hoo-hoo in grief and despair for after all these centuries he begins to fear that she will never be his wife End of section twenty five.